Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. I love a car and it's what it does to who you are and how you feel about yourself. And I remember the first car I tried to buy, the first car I bought. And, you know, if I see a car in a movie, in our, our next topic, it reminds me of the cars you see in Mad Men when Mad Men was so hot and those big sedans. And I think, I, you know, I had a friend who used to call them booze missiles because he, he, he thought that people drank in those cars many, many years ago. But it, there is a sense that this may be a turning point. This could be the end of the road for the family sedan. There was a piece today, I think it was in the Toronto Star, and I read it and thought of all the memories and all the feelings I have about a sedan, and we're going to talk about it. My guest is Michael Betancourt. He's the managing editor of autotrader.ca. Michael, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Are sedans going out of style? Is it true? It's very true. I mean, when you look at the new car sales trend, it's nothing new. It's been happening over the past five years. There's an increasing shift away from cars, car sales going down, uh, both on the new and used car side of things, while, uh, while both the options of new SUVs and crossovers uh, are going up, as well as the actual uh, new vehicle sales. Of the uh, new SUV sales, so really, you really can see it in the uh, in the sales numbers. What does it say about who we are right now? Why don't we want sedans and cars like that? Well, it's interesting. There's a number of reasons. One is simply that the number of crossovers and SUVs increased substantially in the past five years. So you know that um, oil and fuel prices over that amount of time mostly low or stable although it's changed over the past couple of months, so it'll be interesting to see whether that uh, changes the sales trend. Uh, another is that these larger SUVs, they're starting to offer more fuel-efficient engines and fuel-saving technologies. So to go to an SUV or a crossover now, you don't have to drive a gas guzzler anymore, whereas before, if you had to tow something, you were kind of resigned to yourself, okay, you know what, uh, I'm going to spend a lot of fuel because I have to, because I want to do this or that with, uh, with my SUV or my truck. But now, all of a sudden, you're starting to see bigger SUVs and bigger trucks offering uh, not as good fuel economy as a sedan, but still a lot better than it used to be. So it's making it easier for people to do the switch. What's the definition of a sedan? So traditionally, a sedan has been any four-door car that has had a trunk in the back separated from the passenger compartment. So that's different from wagons, different from hatchbacks. The thinking for a long time was that people wanted to be separated from their cargo, whether Mm -hmm. it was because their cargo was wet or there's potentially smelly things back there. They just, you know, traditionally that has been the... uh, traditional family vehicle has been a regular three-box four-door sedan. What is uh, it? I I loved it. It's the door when I read it that stuck me. It's nice to have your own door, isn't it? Well, 
exactly, exactly, for sure. And in the uh, in the crossovers, each person gets their own door as well, because the you know they're all yeah. four doors. Although some people call uh, hatchbacks five doors, mm-hmm. but it's really it's um, the thing with the with the family sedan. You say a family sedan, uh, you really mean that that traditional three box shape and now there are also practicality advantages though of having the SUV as well so getting in and out you know we're all in an aging population here getting in and out of a higher riding crossover SUV I know it's a lot a of trouble here well it's uh, this uh, this is the thing though well <laughs> if you go to the super high ones mm-hmm. that's uh, that uh, is a difference that's uh, that does take a little bit of a step up but what they're interestingly doing, even the biggest SUVs now are being uh, made easier to step into, and ones that are sort of at the lower price of the size and price spectrum, they're actually easier to get into than sort of low-slung cars. So uh, if you're driving around, I mean, my parents, mm-hmm. I notice I drive a different vehicle every week for Auto Trader mm-hmm. because we're always doing different reviews on different cars. And so I really noticed the difference now that if I'm going to be taking them somewhere, they're in their 80s, it's a lot easier for them to get into a higher-riding SUV than it is for even a, a regular family sedan, and never mind the low-slung sports cars. What is it, though? I mean, there is the whole image of that, if, of, is people going on a road trip in a sedan. There's a whole demographic that doesn't remember that. It is true. It is true. I mean, it's funny. These, the traditional family vehicle has has shifted over time, really. Mm-hmm. For uh, a long time in the 80s, the traditional family vehicle became the minivan. That's now... I'm glad more, that's gone. Well, and this is... This is the thing, though. They're still super practical vehicles, and people who drive them swear by them. And uh, And if you want to take a vehicle to the ball... And you don't want to worry about dinging doors, and you know when you have kids in the car, <laughs> like I do, it uh, you know a minivan is great, no no worries there. But uh, but a lot of people were just turned off by that whole you know super family, super practical. There is such a thing, I imagine, as being too practical. And I think there is, and there that was the whole problem with is. the minivan. I wouldn't, I I didn't want to go near them. It was a there was a stigma attached. Although I do understand, M- yeah. Michael. Let me ask you: Who dictates this? Who decides car fashion? Are there the people who buy cars? You know what? It's a little bit of both because it's true that um, a lot of the SUV appeal has been sort of consumer led. They don't necessarily mm-hmm. want the minivan stigma, but they also want a practical family vehicle. And I think where crossovers and SUVs have sort of turned the the corners by offering the all-wheel drive. And that all-wheel drive has given them sort of a sense of adventure to add on to the family practicality. And so that's why you see all of the ads for most of the crossovers on the market with an outdoor element, even though everybody knows uh, nobody takes their crossover SUV off-road. But it's that 
uh, element that you talked about, mm-hmm. that freedom of being on the road. Maybe it's a little bit different now. Maybe you're talking about cottage trails or things, but it's also, but it's still that sense of adventure that cars give you. And I think there's still that appeal there, whether you're talking about family sedans. They do, and I'm glad trucks are well, trucks are really in now. I've always loved a truck as well. Only for me, it's got to be a stick shift. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Well, I still drive. I have a, I drive a stick shift too. I I love to drive stick. And there are a lot I'm out of, of style. I agree with you, but if you look at sales of those stick shifts, it's uh, it's not looking good for their long term future. No, I know. There's not many of us left out there. Anyway, Michael, no. thank you. I'm longing for a sedan and <laughs> a a truck that's a stick. Thank you. There you go. Good luck with right. that. Cheers. Michael Bettencourt, Managing Editor at Auto Trader. The end of the road for the family sedan. It's Arlene Biden for Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.